0: Right, let's uh, get into this word. Uh, let's go to uh, Psalms chapter 19, verse 13. Psalm 19, verse 13. And it reads as follows. It says, uh, Keep back thy servant also from presumptuous sins. Let them not have dominion over me. Look, it says, "Then shall I be upright, and I shall be innocent from the great transgression." So here, if you work yourself backwards, it's saying that uh, we can always fall into great transgression, and being upright, right standing, in locked in with God is not—it's uh, not a given, you know, just because we've signed on to be a Christian. It says uh, one of the ways that we can at least uh, close the gap to the percentage of us being upright and not doing great transgression is not to be presumptuous. Uh, overconfidence. I, I want to read this to you. Uh, I have quite a few Bibles, but this is uh, I think I think it's either Thompson Chain or it's kind of worn out now, y'all. So, Or it's either the Hebrew, Greek, uh, key study Bibles. one of the two Thompson Chain or you know Thompson Chain the Hebrew Greek study Bible has the references in the middle of the Bible uh, the open Bible has the references under the scriptures but but the good thing about this Bible it has some uh, you know some breakdowns. so this particular scripture that has a little breakdown at the bottom it says uh, inadvertent sins are compared here with presumptuous sins which are a Offences against God carried out with a uh, conscious knowledge that they are wrong, and that's you know when people are doing things intentional its just, so it's kind of uh breaking out there's some inadvertent sins too it is possible for believers to commit such sins because they are they continually receive grace from God they may be tempted to use it as a license to sin, however, individuals who sin proudly knowing the wrongness of their actions all too often have never really been born again. It is for this reason that the scripture challenges believers to be sure of their salvation. All right. So so here you're saying here it's talking about Lord just keep me away from presumptuous sins. Now we're talking about small beginners and where does that fit? Because a lot of times if we don't value or appreciate the small beginners as much as we do the prize or the platform, because on a prize and a platform, you know, there's a level of focus that we have that we don't have when we're in process. Remember, uh, I just challenged my son with this. You know, my son had something pending when it came to basketball. Oh, he was focused. He was working out, locked in, he was on a team. But when, it, when he was in that isolated or that wilderness time, you know, you, you know, sometimes it was hard. He used to say it's harder, you know, because there was nothing – Tangibly that he can he grab hold to, and you know I want to say this because the Holy Spirit is saying it that there's always something tangible. That uh, was well, there's something that we, if we if we look with our our spiritual eye, we can always see God is preparing for us, preparing us for something. So we don't want to get caught up in a presumption or overconfidence. And again, as most of my Bibles are. Wrote a note in here. I thought I'd share with you guys too. That overconfidence, look, uh, failure to observe the lines that are appropriate and permitted. So, so, so the 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 lines are kind of getting blurred. You know, not not because we're we're intentionally blurring the lines, but we just don't realize it. And and it can cause us to despise small beginners. Small beginners is is our proving ground. It's it's our proving ground. Uh, you could say, you know, when we're in that wilderness stage and we make it some time to talk about the wilderness test, but when that wilderness test or that time test, it's the small beginning stage. You know, it's it's where we're being proven. It's our testing station. You know, uh, we read the scripture last couple of weeks, uh, uh, you know, he that's faithful in that which is another man's, but he, uh, part of that. Those those scriptures in Luke chapter 16, it says, "He that is faithful in least." You know, so so your measure for how you're going to be. Somebody was talking about this this week. I can't remember, but your measure of 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 how you're going to be when God gives you everything is how you are when when you're just at small beginnings. So the the diligence and consistency of how you are. You know, sometimes we're only moved by the crowd. Well, that person is delaying their process. They're creating, they're, they're lengthening their time in the wilderness because they're not being faithful in the small beginning. Because they don't value the small beginnings as they do um, the crowd or the platform. So we can't get casual with every day that we miss out on seeing what God um is doing in that particular time of our life, right? Every moment, see, okay, let's, let me rephrase it. You can't get so casual with every day that you miss out on seeing what God is doing in every moment. Now, I hit the return too fast on. So you can't be so casual with every day that you miss out on seeing what God is doing every moment. If you ignore the small things, you could miss where the breadcrumbs are taking. If you ignore the small things, you could miss where the breadcrumbs are taking. See, breadcrumbs are small, but they're leading to a greater path. You know, that's how folk get shocked uh, by the reality of their actual location. So, so, you know, there's a there's a place in our lives where we believe we're at a place or we see we're at a place. You know, you see this in, in, in some of the uh, the competitions on TV where a person believes... I mean, they're on a competition. There's people all over the world watching them, right? They believe that they're ready. And something in them has created a blind spot where they're not dealing with the reality where they are. So then when they're assessed... And and some of them are nowhere near where they think they're. But but you ever see? Those are the people that like when they tell them like they didn't make it or they're kicked out. They go off. And then they normally make this speech. Y'all gonna see when I blow up or this that and the other. And 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 you're watching. You know, we used to watch them. We don't watch this stuff now. But 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 we used to be like, are they serious? Like but they and they would sit going off cussing tripping everything not and almost and then they would talk to the the person that's proven and and at a certain status that you don't know and they, and, they are, and the judges would be like so everything that's got me to this point is now of no value because you see in your head you're at a certain place Right, you know, it's like you're assessing yourself. The Bible says, n- n- uh, "Let another man praise thee, not with thine own mouth, not with thine own lips." Why would somebody praise themselves with their own mouth and lips? They would have to see themselves at a certain place, right? Right? And so, 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 th- so a lot of times, that particular individual that's not dealing with reality uh, is normally shocked by their actual location. You know, because there's a place that they see themselves. But there's an actual location <laughs> you know when you go I always use the example you go into the mall, you know you go to the kiosk, we normally look for what that sign that says what you, you are here and you know if you go to some of these outlet malls you go to you can go to the same mall it could be designed the same way, but it could be repositioned east west north, or south, so you may feel that you're at a certain place or even if you go on this, uh Walmart is like this you just go to Walmart and pretty much things are set up similar but the store could be shifted based on east, west, north, and south. So you may believe you're at one place, but but you discover you're not, right? And so, so when we find out what we really are, uh, because we've been overconfident or presumptuous, that unexpected uh, uh, locator would attach right away as your freelancer and of your complacence. It attacks your freelancing and it arrests your complacence. That's if you embrace, oh my God, I thought I was here, but I'm really there. Um, It also will abort uh, uh, your isolation and audition you for the Purpose Team. And what I mean by that is like, so sometimes we're isolating ourselves because we don't like accountability. Um, Sometimes we freelance because we don't like accountability. You know, um... I'm not saying everybody at freelance. I'm just saying a lot of times, if we're honest with ourselves, we just don't like accountability and responsibility. You right? And so, um, and 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 I'll comp- see. See when you're isolated, you can afford to be complacent. You know why? Well, you really can't, but you believe you can afford because you ain't accountable to nobody. <laughs> so nobody's checking. Like, you know, so you gonna do that today, or you know, or you know, as my wife would be like. So, babe, when are you doing that? Can can a sister get a time frame on that? You know, like I mean, I, you know, especially in the early years, I'm I'm sure I, I well, I can't say she had to tell you, but I'm, I'm hoping I'm doing a lot better than I did in the early years. But in the early years, I'd be like, I'll get, to, I'll take care of that. And I remember the first time I said it, you know, being young in the in the in the marriage with all our responsibilities and me working twenty, uh, I think I was working like fifty hours a week. Uh, he was like, hey, you know, it's been like two years. You said you're just going to get that door. It's been like two years, bro. Like, so if I just leave it up to you, you'll get to it. If you leave it up to my imagination, I'm going to be thinking, okay, five years from now, you're going to get to it. Can I get a time? Right? So we'll talk about that relationship boot camp coming up here Sunday. Right? All right. So, so, so uh, the small beginning process, this small beginnings process. What it does is, like I told you, similar to the time test, wilderness test, it weeds out the faithless. Uh, it frustrates the unfocused. So, those that are faithless, talking faith but not really in faith, this small beginners process is going to weed you out. It'll frustrate the unfocused, it destroys the poisonous, and it horrifies the hustlers. You know, that, that, that process is kind of is just tough because, uh, you know, you have to rest in God to get through it. This is where your faith is really forged. To not only climb the mountain, but own the mountain. Build on the mountain and bring others to its peak. So, so at this small beginning stage, it's not only where you'll climb the mountain, you'll own the mountain. You will not only own the mountain, but you'll build upon the mountain. And not only build upon the mountain, you bring others to its peak. If, if you handle that small beginning stage correctly right and and so so during this process the, in a small beginning stage God gives you something to navigate you through it and he speaks a word you know the words that I speak to you they're spirit and life the words that I speak to you there's spirit and life he gives you something called his word and when he gives you that word he gives you that vision he's trusting that you it's no different than Jesus saying hey hey when, uh, when, when Peter said bid me to come And Jesus said come on That was to Jesus that was enough Like I just I just I gave you all you needed Hey come on I said come on right Right and so That was enough for you to walk on water And that's that's what God gives us Through small beginnings Right that's what he gives us Through small beginnings All right So he gives us that To help us To navigate right To help us to Navigate and he's hoping that You believe that What's that believe that Word regardless of the circumstances Believe That word regardless of The circumstances Look like Noah Believe what God tells you regardless of the Circumstances right you build building an ark and it had never rained. And so, so through this uh, small beginnings Or time and patience test It uh, gives you an opportunity to grow in faith Look look It purifies your motives and your attitude See, see there's nothing like time To measure Where you really are Re- Measure your motives Because you know we can front Temporarily In every situation The person that has the wrong motive in the relationship it, relationship boot camp comes up on Sunday person with the wrong motive they confront temporarily they, see the thing is this is what happens with <laughs> maybe it's because relationship boot camp is coming up what happens when you're in small beginnings and again you're in small beginnings so so you're not necessarily in desperation but it has a a, a kind of a desperate desperation type feel on it because you, you want something you're in need right does that make sense and so, the adversary says this is my only window here. They're in need. They, 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 they have like they're gonna need faith to get what's gonna fulfill them. But in the process, I can probably maybe offer them some brides. right? And so the hope is uh, I'll send the wrong relationship, a front. Now, no, we're not just. We ain't even talking about obsessive relationship. Friendships are that way. If you think about it, some of y'all have shifted new beginners was last year. You shifted friendships. Was the same person that you was with the whole time? And and what what triggered you the shift? What triggered the shift is the same thing they were doing the whole time. You just was in denial. Or you was doing that, I don't want to see it. I don't want to know. Or that's just how they are, right? Right? But 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 that front only lasts for so long. Even young people. You meet people. When I was meeting people that was young, you know, sounding good, talking good, everybody talking. It's only kind con- of talk. We kids. It's only talk. But look at some of our lives that was destroyed when we were young by somebody who was talking. Talk talking. But guess what? People show themselves under pressure because they can't handle. They. they it's not. It's not a, a, a fake and phony and fronting doesn't have a, a, a longevity. That's not. That's not a marathon runner. That's a sprinter. <laughs> you know they can only sprint for a short period of time. But anyway, I don't want to spend all my time with that because all right. So it tests your motives and your attitudes during these tests. See, look, look. God has this great plan for you. So Tanya, God has this great plan for your life, right? So the interesting thing is. Uh, He has this great plan And let's say say when Satan was Lucifer He snuck snuck a peek at the plan So now I'm going to try to send people around you That's going to sabotage The plan right? So so now God has to let the time Just take his time Because everybody's not going to be able to go To the altitude he's taking And people are going to reveal themselves Actually people are already revealing themselves Sometimes we get too busy to pay attention Right? I right, so, so so that's the thing, because you haven't noticed, and this, oh this is how you can measure it. You haven't noticed there's a shift in how you flow. It's it's a shift. Right? It's, it's something like every once in a while, you're flowing a particular way, but then now you 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 connect to the wrong relationship. And things shift, right? Right? And people start to respond to you different. All right. So doing this, this, this small beginnings and doing these tests purifies your motives, detects your attitudes. All right. during when you when you're in this this place in your life, your plans uh, seem like they're falling and failing. But the reality is, God's arranging a miracle to bring all the glory to Him. But you see, but doing the, these small beginnings, you got to have some faith to be able to handle what God's doing. You got to have some faith to be able to handle what God's doing. Right? So, so, so the thing about this is this patience process during small beginnings teaches us to calmly tolerate delay and refuse to be provoked by it. See, this is, this is the thing. Like I remember back in Newark, this was my channel. My challenge is I couldn't wait for nothing and and I'm in this 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 I'm in this culture I'm in this world of hustle and everybody got a quick fix it's everybody got a hustle everybody got a quick fix and keeping it real since I was in small beginners I was in need of right I was in need of so my temptation was to, to get it something quick and fixed uh, so so now I'm in take mode. I'm not in uh, receiving mode, where I where I take my time and everything that's that that's a, that's a, that I'm supposed to have in my life will come to me. You know, seeking first the kingdom of God and His righteousness, all things be added. So I'm in hustle mode. I gotta hustle it. I gotta take it. I gotta trick someone. I gotta trick every relationship. I'm not with none of them girls. But I, but, but everything has to be an angle or move, right? It just can't be. Uh, get what i deserve now not knowing that when i hustle the same measure that I meet will come back to me so when I'm trying to to go and take something's gonna be taken from me but no one's told me this so so I'm digging a deeper hole for what I really want for me, fulfillment like everything I've done to other people is coming back to me But since i'm not I'm not aware of this I'm actually making it, i'm delaying everything. And, but I'm saying, God, why are you, why is it taking so long? Guys go, why don't you just take the steps that I want you to take? And I remember I was, uh, so we had a guy, uh, you know, he was, uh, you might remember this, you, I know you're watching on video or you might be listening, but, uh, so I remember you know, I ain't had nothing and this guy got a job, uh, he was older, he got a job and he came into the boys club, North, uh, South War boys club, you might remember this and, uh, he had not a of money. Threw it on the ground. Bam! I get paid, and I saw that not of money. And then he also had a. uh let me, see, let me see. It was either what we call it. It was a what we call it, deuce and a quarter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he had a deuce and a quarter, right? And so I saw the deuce in the quarter, and a quarter. He had the rims, you know. And he threw the water money down. I was like, man, so I got to roll like that. And so. I must have been depressed for whatever reason, but the people I was living with, I told you I I was raised with foster parents, but their son came to me. He said, he said, Keith, I know you're looking at people that have things. He said, I know you want things. He said, but if you be patient, you'll have these things. You just need to be patient. Time goes by, you know, I went to college and everything. And I remember when I bought my first car, it was brand new. It wasn't a deuce in a quarter, but it was a brand new car in that year. You know, first car I ever bought was a brand new car in that year. It was, it was, I don't know, it was 87 or something. <laughs> I don't know. Well, it was brand new. And, um, you know, all I cared about was the sound system. See, I'm young, so I'm beginners. I was like, hey, what, what type of sound system? Like, all the other stuff they make I didn't realize I didn't have a mirror on the right side. See, so I didn't know that, you know, because I was so busy. Is it booming, you know? And uh, so I'm driving through the city and. I run into this guy and he was like yo could you give me a ride he needed a ride I'm not gonna say why well, I dropped him off it because I don't want to uh, discriminate him but I was like wow everything that was told me happened in time right in time I had to just be patient all right so just keep the small beginners right don't despise the small beginnings right is that what the scripture says all right all right so 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 we need patience to handle the provision and the pressures and the people that we're going to we need patience to handle the provision the pressures and the people to help us to grow uh our obedience uh for, see, see we have to grow our obedience from an option to a lifestyle so a lot of times our obedience is optional like like we actually live right, right now we gonna walk out of church today hear some stuff and be like okay you know, that's good, you know, and decide whether or not we're going to do it. (laughs) As if it's it's an option. But if we we choose not to be obedient, it's going to cost us something. You see what I'm saying? If we choose not to be obedient, it's going to cost us something. Does that make sense? All right, so this is the thing. We want to go from... We want to go from being greedy to to gradual. We want to go from being greedy to gradual, and this and and that's the difference. The difference in our in our in our life now is when, when we have not crossed over to God's way of doing things. We're greedy, man. We're, not not we, I'm not trying to say we're evil, but we're greedy. I would tell you to raise your hands if anybody, but we, we could just be greedy, right? But the thing is, God's trying to cross us over to be gradual. And, and, and I remember, I remember, so, so again, I'll give you a little transition. So when I was, one limb for God, even playing basketball, pursuing basketball, I wanted to be a, a professional basketball player. Well, I remember, uh, I would have games where I score 40 points, which is not bad. The, well, the next game I score four. Like, like, because my mindset was greedy. Like, my mindset was, it was all about me. But when I started living for God, my mindset was gradual, I was consistent. There was no highs and lows. It was consistent. Finances, there, I would have, uh, keep it real, I would have a small spurt. And I'm not gonna tell you, it, back then I wouldn't have told you it was small spurt. I would have made it seem like it was the whole year. But I might have a small spurt Within four or five years, what I had some money. Small. When I say small, Tanya, small spurt. I don't know something would have happened. I don't know maybe I, one because I rarely got income tax because I always owed. So it was maybe one year I got the income tax something, or or, or somebody. I don't know somebody hit him over here with a bottle and they gave me some money or something. But it would be a small spurt. But most of my life was with nothing. Start living for God. Just, gradual. We're growing, right? But it, but but not looking over my shoulder of who I owe, who I got to pay, and 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 you know, uh, sitting in that room trying to get something. It could be with this car, house, whatever. We're like, oh God, I hope this go through. That see see. That's that. That's that's not embracing God's system Which which I'll talk to you And it's a gradual system Let's go here um, Because God operates in the gradual Man operates in the greedy God operates in the gradual Man operates in the greedy So let's look at Proverbs 13 Whose report shall you believe? Proverbs 13 And some of these scriptures we've read before But Sure to bless you. All right, so so uh, Proverbs thirteen verse uh, verse eleven it says, "Wealth gotten by vanity shall be diminished, but he that gathereth by labor shall increase." Now I want to read the English Standard Version. English Standard Version says, "Wealth gained hastily will dwindle." It says, "But whosoever gathers little by little will increase it." So it's saying that there's something that happens where. You hustling in haste. It says, even if you get it, you're not ready to handle it, so you're gonna lose it quickly. But it says, bit by see, see, bit by bit, Ed, you're not just getting the wealth. You're also getting what it takes to handle the wealth. So every level you get to, you don't just visit. You you live there, build there. It's like climbing that mountain we talked about. You own the mountain not only you own a mountain, you're building upon a mountain, and you're bringing others to that peak, and then guess what, when they get to the peak, they push you to another mountain, and you build, and you grow, and you, you, you climb that one, right, you own that one, you build on that one, you bring others to its peak, guess what, they kick you to another mountain, even greater than that, right, so that's, that's God's system, right, instead of haste and hustle, um, Am I supposed to do that now? Yeah, I right, So let's go to Deuteronomy 7. Man, it's uh. Shh. See, God's system is gradual for both us to grow in our character, but also to, you know, because w- listen, listen, when we are tripping or when we're in small beginnings or we're in a wilderness or we're in a stuck place, a lot of people be coming at us, right? A lot of people coming at us Things don't seem like they're going. You got sabotage at jobs. You got people tripping and hating. And so you really want God, what? To deliver you from your enemies, right? Like, 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 so you just don't want to arrive at a place. Said, the Bible says Solomon crossed over to a place where he had rest round about from all his enemies. You can't build a temple like that and be in war. You can't have all these kingdoms out Coming at you David couldn't do it Why because of the wars Right So Solomon had Rest round about From all his enemies In our case that would be all our Debt that would be all our sickness And disease all the people tripping on us Right Does that make sense And so, so 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 God is trying to set this up But he's Gradual. The scripture says, uh, "The sentence against because the sentence against the evil work is not executed speedily, men find it in their hearts to do evil, to do wrong, they they, because they say that because the the consequences don't happen right away. They figure, well, ain't nothing happened. I got no. God is gradual with his consequences. He's giving you an opportunity to repent." And the shift back to his system. Guess what? If he's doing that for you, he's doing that for the people that's coming against you. He's giving them an opportunity to appreciate you, not to hate on you. He's giving them an opportunity to join your team. To wake up and realize they need you not to be against you. Right? But he's slow, but but God's gonna get it done. Well look, look here in Deuteronomy seven. It shows it it and, and it's in um this is in a another chapter. I forgot Exodus 20, Exodus twenty three twenty nine. It says the same thing. But so Deuteronomy seven, and we'll start at verse twenty. Look, look. It says it says more over. The Lord thy God will send a hornet among them until they are uh, till until they that are left and hide themselves from thee be destroyed. Thou shall not be affrighted at them, for the Lord thy God is among you, a mighty God and terrible—pretty serious about what He does. And the Lord thy God will put out those nations, those peoples, what that's saying before thee. Look, look, He'll put them out. All these people that's been coming against you. Look what it says: little and little. Thou mayest not consume them at once. He says, no, no, you can't take them all out at once. He said, lest the beasts of the field increase upon me. He says, you can't take them all out at once. He said, he said look, I'm, I, all these people coming at you, all these people occupy what he was telling them is they all occupy lands and wealth yeah. and all types of stuff. He said, we ain't taking them all out today. He says, we're going to take them out little by little. He says, but if you take them all out today, all you're going to attract is wild beasts and craziness. And it makes sense. Imagine you, uh, you fighting kingdoms. So, 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 we're, so we're, we're, we're in 2020. So all the cities in, in North Carolina is coming at charter. This is all the cities. And we said, God, wipe them all out now. Well, with all the, all the desolate bodies, you can't bury them as fast as they die. That creates a stink. You know, that creates all types of beasts coming at the stink. And guess what? You can't occupy all their land at one time. You, what he was saying is, you ain't ready for all that yet. So anytime that there's wilderness, anytime that there's vacant, vacant spot, just like you, everybody here has purpose to do something, right? We all got a purpose, right? So the, all creation is waiting for the manifestation of the sons of God, right? Romans 8, 19. All right, so if, if, if you're supposed to be someplace and it's vacant, there's always somebody with a Jezebel spirit. It's, that's not a, just a female that, that that spirit is attached to male or female will try to jump in and take that spot, right? The wrong person to be in authority, right? Driving everybody crazy. That's why the Bible says when the righteous are in authority, the people rejoice, right? So imagine if, you, if God just took out everybody. You have all these vacancies. It's just going to attract craziness. So God is saying, if we do it my way, you conquer this place, you'll conquer this place, you'll conquer this place, Right? You'll keep conquering places. Does that make sense? But you'll do it. Look, look. You'll be ready to handle it. If that makes sense. This is, this is, uh, I was, I I, I rarely do this, but I was studying this out. Now, I ran across this, uh, you know, in the, olive tree edition, but it's a commentary on that scripture says there's no benefit for them to gain a country faster than they could occupy or cultivate it no benefit to gain a country faster than they could occupy or cultivate it it says we must not think that because the deliverance of the the deliverance of the church and destruction of the enemies of the soul are done are not done immediately so we shouldn't trip because it's not done immediately therefore they will never be done. see see, we think it's never going to be done because it's not happening right away there's something in our mind that goes, if God ain't done it now, it ain't never gonna happen. No, God is taking his time because there's more things involved than just what you want. It's what you can handle, it's the provision for it, it's the people that's supposed to be ready also to help you. It's a whole lot more involved than just what you want. Just like, oh, oh just like some of these relationships. You you waiting on a person? Guess what? There's more involved than just somebody that's going to make you not lonely. They could they have to be ready to first of all I have to be ready to lead that woman into what God purposed her to do for her life. And if she would have met me back in Norton, New Jersey, it would have never happened. I'm gonna tell you that right now. <laughs> no 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 I I was I was a you know I was a fool. You know I, I wouldn't have told you I was a fool I, I, it would it would look like a lot of flavor on it, but I was a fool right I wasn't the only fool now <laughs> some other some other fools hanging out in this room right here right so so but God had to not only work me up, work me out but guess what this you, didn't you just confess you was a fool too sweetheart good yeah, so a part of that was she was with somebody. No, no, she they ain't here. I said, but they're, they're, so so she was with somebody, and actually, when I first moved to the city, when I first moved to Ohio, we was at the same church and didn't meet each other. So you were figuring, you know, you were watching those movies, one of those movies like Serendipity or something. You're like, dude, she right there. What are you blind? Uh, uh, Melanie, he's right there. Like, but it's almost like when I turned, she 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 went this way. She was standing right here a minute ago. Man, now she's right here, so when I turn this way, she'd have over here. We're in the same building. We didn't meet there. We met at another church. But guess what? When I first came to the church, he was in a relationship. And see, God knew. Hey, as soon as I saw the ring, I'd be like, ah, nope, that's not the person. All line rule. You understand what I'm saying? But he was orchestrating, he's moving, making moves, adjusting some things. Nothing personal to the brother that used to be in a relationship, but <laughs> right? But he's making, he was shifting some things. <laughs> right, right? <laughs> he said, make it away, right? You understand what I'm saying? Well, not only that, so some of y'all are waiting for, I'm waiting for that man of God. Well, guess what? God's, he, he ain't a man of God right now. Then you had the the, the the ladies pray for for the person. One time, he's like, "I need to be praying for your husband now. Don't wait till he show up." So so then they, so so we you know what I'm saying? Like so, he ain't a man of God, right? Guess what? You looking for the woman woman? She ain't the woman of God. Guess what? If y'all got together right now, y'all gonna get in your, get on each other's nerves, right? Just like you just you start a business or you start a ministry with certain people, like. Just because the person has a good idea don't mean it's gonna work. Hey, they'll tell you the people you start the church with, like like when, when teens go, none of those people are at the church down the years later, if the church still exists. Because it's a, it's a difference, like even me, like ask my wife. I ain't tell nobody to be, listen, I ain't tell no one to come with us here to Charlotte. Not one person. Hey, hey, what you doing? We're going to Charlotte. Hey, remember you saying, you know, you like to hear me minister and, and I really inspired you in counseling. I ain't not tell not one person to come because you can't tell nobody to move because when you, the, the trials we went through, they'd be like, you done brought us out here to Charlotte and look at what we're going through. But if God tells them to move, when, 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 when you go through the hurdles, what happens? they they lockstep. Whatever you go through, they locked step because God told them. Right? Hey, you guys, anybody I know. Actually, he he came three years later, but I didn't tell you to come out here, did I? Interview Isaac. I ain't tell he came three years later. Interview Kelly, he came three years later. I ain't tell nobody to come. And then people was the, the I'ma say it. So the, the <laughs> One of the leaders was told somebody, yeah, I can't believe he left and took 16 families with him. 16 families? We had $1,625. Well, everybody got 100 and something dollars a piece <laughs> for moving expenses and everything? Nah, you can't tell them. No, you can't move families. Uh, anyway, all right. See, that's going over real well, so. Alright, so 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 this is the thing, Like, I get it. When you when you come to church or you hear Jesus and, and that moment when you go, oh my God, I need Jesus, what's wrong with me? That's conversion. That takes place in the instant. You come to the altar and confess Jesus your Lord and Savior, Romans 10, 9 and 10, confess to your mouth, Lord Jesus, believe God raised from the dead, you shall be saved. That's hey, hey, you attach your faith to that, that part is instant. Hey, the rest of it? Oh, no, 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 no. That's a process. That's gradual. See, if any man be in Christ, he's a new creature. 2 Corinthians 5, 17? Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Old things are passed away. They're passed away. Behold, all things become new. I wish as soon as I got saved, I was walking on water, but I still ain't got to the walking on water part yet. I'm still evolving. Transforming. Do you understand what I'm saying? The stages. And we wanted to, listen, we ain't get crazy overnight. Oh, so y'all know what I'm talking about. We got to get specific with the crazy? All that stuff that we we need to let go, it didn't happen overnight. So you're not going to change it overnight. Listen, that's why some of y'all be tripping. You, you have zero tolerance for when people ain't doing what's uncomfortable for you. And it, zero tolerance. Uh, why, why are you doing that? I can't believe you're doing that. See, you kids just need. Well, what about you, though? Like Like, you're communicating as if you're finished. You've arrived. God's patient with you, but you're impatient with everybody else something's wrong with that picture okay anyway see that went over real well too all right so, so 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 that's why we 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 spend time we talk about layered learning right we talk about layered learning and we're gonna go to Isaiah 28 look layered learning is 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 stages like ABCs like, listen, everything that's, that's most important in our life Tanya, you, last I checked, you read pretty good, right? You can read, right? But you ain't just start reading as soon as you get. You had to learn the alphabet. Then you had to learn words. Remember the spelling bees? <laughs> look, look at this. Look at this state. But how come we can't say, see? What kind of God only going to give me A, B, and C? What about the rest of the alphabet? Right? And then we didn't go, oh, so we really, this is what we're doing right now? A, B, C, D, E, F, G? We ain't getting no words, no sentences, no clauses and phrases. (laughs) You know, no conjunctions. We ain't getting none of that. Look, all that stuff led to us reading now. As much as some of y'all don't like math. But some of y'all don't know, hey, y'all might not like math, but y'all like counting that money, don't you? Don't you? Just so you can say, hey, man, I know. Right, but you didn't learn that. You had to learn numbers, addition, subtraction, multiplication. Then you went to algebra and geometry and trigonometry. Some of y'all might not have, you know, you might have bailed out before you got to some of them. But, but calculus. You, you uh, guess what? All those equations, quadratic equations, right? You know, it was just you know, all, all this. All this information started with one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. It hasn't changed, and guess what? Some of us have mastered one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Like you've mastered it. You didn't go. Oh, see, see, you're getting all deep now. Now we're trying to go to one plus two. No, you just peace, by gradually. Gradually. Now, the reason why some of us struggle is because we jumped off the train. Doesn't mean that we couldn't learn more. They're, they say we're only using ten percent of our brain anyway. Not because that's all we can use. That's all we choose to use. The reality is, if whatever demand is placed on you, you can do it, if you're willing to gradually learn it. Right? If you it, it, you can't. You can't front when you don't know your numbers. You gotta like truly say, hey, hey, I, I don't know, it I don't know. After seven, I'm struggling. So I'm gonna learn eight after that, right? But you can't front that. Actually, in school, it's something called failing the test. Guess what? Life is called the same thing. You can't front it. And so what God is hoping that we embrace these things, get back to value of small beginnings, and it chip is, it don't take as long as you think. And so, so so, I gave you this phrase a long time ago. I told you I worked in corrections. I'm going to give him his props, just in case he sees this or or listening, but this young man was Elijah McKinley. He was locked up. We used to do a rap session every morning. And, uh, and he would... Uh, so I would ask the guy, hey, what'd you learn today? You know, what'd you learn this week or what'd you learn? And he said, he said, uh, Mr. Bradley, you know what I learned? Don't watch time, let time watch you. I said, break it down, man, break it down. He said, man, when I first came in this institution, man, I just kept looking at the clock. He said, man, the clock was not, them hands weren't moving, man. He said, it seemed like I was never getting out of here. He said, then you, you, you showed up and I joined a basketball team, and you was you was giving me stuff to do. So what I would do is, you know, he's locked up, so you're, 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 you know they had weights, but not in your cell. <laughs> so I would say, okay, you're gonna do this many calf raises each day. You know, that's your push up. This is your you're gonna do your sit ups. That's your your hang time, and then you're gonna do your push ups. That's where you lift yourself up, you know. And because you know, this dude was like, uh, I'm saying this respectfully, but at the time it's like six, six, eight, six, nine, but little people was blocking the shot. He barely hit off the ground. Then I then I gave him a certain amount of scriptures to read every day. Man, this kid, he, he did this stuff every day. And phenomenal, In one game he had like 28 points, 28 rebounds. Like he's just phenomenal. He, just, he went from struggling to phenomenal. And he said, man, ever since I started this regiment, I don't notice the time. And the days are going by. But what was he doing? He was gradually building himself up. Instead of looking at the clock, wanting in that day him to get from where he was at to where he wanted to go. And the trip is some of us do this and we don't know, we extend our time. When we're not embracing the moment, the gradual, when we're tempted to get greedy, all we do is extend our time because you're gonna skip back something you needed. So you're gonna get somewhere faster, but you got to be sent back to where you came from to get what you're missing for you to maximize where you're at. And so now that takes more time to get somewhere and to go back and then come back again when you could've got there and stayed there and built from there. And then time goes by, this is the other thing, time goes by and we say to ourselves, I can't believe all this time go by. And something in us tells us, well, surely because all this time has gone by, I qualify for what I desire. No, you don't. If you're in class and you sit in the class, you don't take no tests, you don't pass no tests, you learn no information, and you sit there for eight years, 10, 12 years, guess what? The grade that you decided that you weren't passing no tests, you weren't learning no information, you still at that same grade. Like, they don't just automatically, man, you've been here for 12 years, let's graduate this fool. No, 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 no. Hey, bro, I, I know you look like you're a senior in high school. I know you're trying to act like you're a senior in high school. You actually expect us to treat you like a senior in high school. But you're still in the first grade. And you will not graduate. Until you pass these tests, I, oh okay. Even if you you have you know you, you got the night school, I don't know if y'all saw the night school movie. You, know, so you got night school, so you go to night school. So there's stuff that you they they were they accelerated, but you're still getting cheated because if you have to apply it, you haven't absorbed it really. You just you just did it to pass the test. I know plenty of people that pass tests. And now it's time for them to do the job. They don't know none of the information. They haven't absorbed it. See, small beginners, take your time. Get what you need. Trust that God loves you. His plan is always better than ours. His gradual plan is covering all the bases. Your mind and your greed is only focusing on what you like, not what you're going to deal with. Hey, and not what other people are going to deal with our lives are not about, look, your life is not your own you've been bought with a price esteem others better than yourself our life is not about us listen the, 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 the 18 years ago at that, that church it, it, it just wasn't about pastoring it was about people we love people we're mindful of people listen I, I, listen, I wasn't... I, I lived I lived greedy at one point in my life. I, I mean, I lived... I, listen, even as far as basketball, work out, please. It, uh, he probably going to see this. But uh, my buddy Luce, when we was in uh, college together, he would get up every morning. I might have told this story before. He'd get up every morning, he would go... Uh, he would stretch. And, and, and I was a little... Uh, I, I wasn't... I wasn't just like if I wasn't going to do nothing you would be like man let's do lazy I would almost like mush the laziness in people's face so like like so if you so, so he'd get up and he would be stretching I would aggressively take the cover and throw it over my body and turn the other way what am I doing all that for but I'm almost in a way saying dude I'm not I'm not I'm not stretching you can stretch all you want you can stretch in front of me I'm not stretching then he would do, so he would go running. He'd be like, I'm going run." I'd be like, enjoy yourself. I would take the cover, aggressively put it over me, almost to say, man, you can run until you fall on your face. I'm not running. Then my coach, he would see me, uh, especially in the summertime, and he would see me, he's like, Keith, you working out? now?" now I'm older now, and I, I really feel bad about this, you know, because he's really trying to help me. So, so, Coach Green, you see this, you know, I really do get it. Uh, I really got it a long time ago. You just probably didn't see it, <laughs> but he was like, "Keep you working out?" I'm like, nope. And and then I would go into the summertime and I would lift up a uh, 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 brown paper bag that had uh, a quart of Schlitz small liquor bullet. But like, why am I doing that? He, he just asked, "Was I working out?" I could have just answered the question, but something in me, and, something in me, I'm just I'm not the only one. I had to aggressively like, nah, I ain't doing that, and you ain't gonna get me to do it. Okay, you ain't had this. Pastor Mel said rebellious. Well, but, but I so listen, and then he, I would always see him because he'd be playing tennis in the summer. I'd be walking by, Brad, are you working out? I was like, nope. I see you in September. And you know, that's when we started our workouts. And i would be, they had garbage cans on the end of the court for people that would, could, yeah, yeah. I was trying to be nice, but yeah. So I would always use the garbage can. Because I was in no shape. But the trip is if I was working out, which I eventually started doing, I would have been so much ready. Right? But no, nah, not nah, man, nobody, they don't take all that. Guess what? If you just stop, just stop. Stop all the hustle, the nonsense. Sit, step back and say, you know what? Try this, try this. 90 days, God. Just all God, 90 days. Come to hey hey if it don't work hey just come back and go pastor you know have 90 day thing it's stupid I not listen I, listen I, I'll I'll get on the floor on my face and bow down to you 90 straight days prayer worship word not listening to all types of stuff on TV 98 look 90 days if somebody told you 90 days consistently with God. you Hey, the stuff you'll experience you've never seen before. What'd you do? Some of you are thinking, yeah, 90 days. It's only 90 days. Well, how many people have done nine? Nine. And we're wondering what the delay is. 90 days. See, know why I said 90 days? Because you'll look at the 90 days and you're not gonna, obviously you're not gonna be Eons of where you were before, but you're gonna see different. And once you see different, you be like, "I should have been doing this the whole time. What was I thinking?" See, say I don't have to listen. I don't have to preach fire and brimstone. All you got to do is make a choice. Prove it yourself instead of listening to everybody. Prove it yourself. All right, preach it. All right, you say I'm. I, I, hey, hey, hey. Just, no, be rebellious about that. Just to be rebellious. I'm going to do it 90 straight days. That means if a vacation comes up. That means if if, if a certain celebration comes up. I'm not compromising God. Because I've committed to the 90 days. Hey, I can skip one of these things. Or five of these things. Because they're going to be there when my 90 days is up. Then then come talk to me about where God don't come through. The reason why we can't say that is because we don't be be going that long. We we approve ourselves after two weeks. I've been reading for two weeks, man. I ain't never read for two weeks. Like we doing God a favor. It's two whole weeks, man. I deserve I deserve uh, a special time uh, to chill because I did two weeks in the Word. So no we say I deserve some poison. Y'all can y'all yeah, can put anything under the poison category. Y'all know what it is, right? I I deserve some poison after all. I haven't known in two weeks. You know that poison takes you sets you back like further than two weeks? And then you're going, but I did two weeks, I don't understand. Come on, man. Like like we give sin more than two weeks. Haven't we? I, I, that's where the amen is coming. Amen. Amen. <laughs> now, we've given it more than two weeks. And then we don't go, man, it's been two weeks, man. I've been I've been out here wilding out and sin, man, you know, been two weeks, man. <sighs> that's just too much. No, we don't do that, do we? Only God gets the time stamp All right, so 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 small beginners, y'all. Like, let's let's get back to embracing God's process. So and, and the thing about it, you know something, Trina? You know what the thing about it is? All we got to do is focus on it. Take our attention off of everything else and just lock in on his process. Don't keep looking up. <laughs> are you looking up? Where, am, are we there yet? No, just lock in on it. You. Hey, if you lock in on God's small beginnings and embrace it and go through your steps and stages, you'll be awakened to a place you've never been before. And you got you to gotta challenge yourself. That default, man. That default be messing us up, man. That default have us right back in our hustle. As soon as there's a little bit of pressure, we go right back in our hustle, right back in our fear, right back in our victim, uh, playing the victim, right? Just a little bit. Don't nobody love me. Nobody ever going to love me. Based on what? If you got that much faith for your future, shift it to believing God. Because if you just say it's never going to happen, it hasn't happened. That hasn't happened yet either, right? Why don't we just shift that to believe God? We are using it, all right? All right that's, that's enough. Let's go with the people online. Uh, any thoughts or insights, questions, challenges uh, based on what you heard today?